0: Top leaders at City Hall are asking questions about a former police chief's new position. The meeting today about Art Acevedo's return.
1: Plus, a major hospital in southern Gaza facing a possible attack. The latest as Israeli forces advance further into the region.
0: But first, some much-needed rain here in Austin led to a morning of road closures, and it looks like this could all happen once again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. I'm Britt Moreno.
1: I'm Daniel Marine. With us is Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. David, what did it look like around the city this morning? Finally, some heavy
2: rain, the heaviest since 2020. 22, leading to this, some water flowing in our creeks. Take a look at Marble Creek in Southeast Austin. This video sent to us by our viewer Molly Pitts. Thank you, Molly. Shows just how much water the creek has seen since the rain started last night. Now in other parts of Austin, it really wasn't much different. Here's a look at Shoal Creek, which tends to rise quickly. You can see water rising to six feet deep over the bases of the trees, also carrying some small debris. This morning, more than 80 low water crossings were closed at one time from here down south to New Braunfels. After that three to four inches of rain that much of the Austin Metro saw, rain has now temporarily moved out of all of Central Texas, but we've got more coming. Record daily rainfall. Incredible at Camp Mabry and Austin Bergstrom. Blowing away the old records for January 22nd. 3.11 inches in the city. Over 3.5 inches out at the airport. And some of the heaviest rainfall totals happen elsewhere in the metro. Buda 4.25 inches. Over 4 inches as well in East Austin. I'll show you a broader look at the map in just a moment. Coming up though, we've got more storms to talk about how much additional rainfall to expect and our higher concern with flooding as the soil gets more saturated. We'll also talk about when we'll have a string of back to back sunny days.
0: Okay, David, thanks very much. The return of Austin's former police chief seems to provoke a lot of questions from top leaders at City Hall. A few council members are meeting today with the interim city manager.
1: KXN's Will Dupree talked with council members concerned about Jesus Garza's unexpected decision to bring back Art Acevedo for a newly created job. A mixture
3: of praise and criticism came with the announcement. Art Acevedo will soon be on Austin's payroll once again. The former police chief will make $271,000 in a new post to oversee and advise the Austin Police Department. The money is coming from the general fund. Council member Zocadri plans to ask questions about that. And I
4: think a lot of people much like myself, whether it be on the dais or, or off the dais, were also shocked by the news. We're very confused by the news. And a lot of people were
3: hurt. Interim City Manager Jesus Garza wrote in a memo he believes APD deserves to have this focused level of support to better address challenges like hiring and labor agreements. Council member Ryan Alter agrees with Garza's idea of having an assistant city manager focused solely on police. But Despite kind of thinking outside the box on this one, I just think it's a stretch too far. His and other members concerns stem over how police handled sexual assault investigations during Acevedo's tenure as chief. A group of survivors sued the city, which ultimately led to a large settlement and more policy changes. I am uh, hopeful and optimistic that we might be able to find a different path forward that still accomplishes the same goals that we need to do to make the department stronger. The city and police will formally issue a public apology Tuesday to the survivors. While that's important, some leaders worry about the effect that will have coupled with the Acevedo news. It's
4: happening so close that you know, I, I could see it being uh, re traumatizing and, and, and a lot of folks hurting in the community.
1: Will Dupree KXAN News. And the city announced it will hold a news conference tomorrow afternoon at 2. That's when city leaders and the police will apologize for the mishandling of sexual assault cases. We do plan to carry a live stream of that on KXAN.com. Now, Austin's city manager's responsibilities include managing the city's staff, which is more than 16,000 employees, along with overseeing recruitment and hiring. Uh, going in-depth, Austin voters voted against a May 2021 proposition to change the city government from the council manager government that we have today to a strong mayor council government. The current government form has the city manager in charge of the day-to-day operations, along with the hiring and firing of most of the important city staffers. Had the proposition passed in 2021, those responsibilities would have fallen to the mayor instead.
0: Equality Texas joins several civil rights organizations writing a new letter to the United Nations. The group alleges human rights violations against LGBTQ plus Texans. Organization leaders say the letter has been in the works for months and follows a series of advocacy work in the legislature and litigation in the courts. It comes after the historic 2023 legislative session that saw more than 140 bills filed pertaining to LGBTQ plus issues.
1: We explore all avenues when it comes to advocacy, and we are committed to doing that for our community. And this is just yet another formal way for us to really ring the alarm on what is happening here in Texas.
0: If Equality Texas receives a response from the U.N., the organization said next steps could include a formal process involving the U.S. Department of State. Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson has more details on the letter and seven new Texas laws highlighted within it. That's over at KXAN.com.
1: Well, 47 people are missing and 18 homes are destroyed after a landslide in southern China earlier today. Footage released by the government shows the site of the landslide and the ongoing rescue work. Last week, rescuers evacuated tourists from a remote skiing area in northwestern China after dozens of avalanches set off by heavy snow trapped more than 1,000 people for a week. Israeli forces advancing deeper into southern Gaza stormed one hospital and put another one under siege today.
0: They are claiming heavy Hamas militants' presence in that area. NBC's Raf Sanchez reports from Tel Aviv.
4: Despite Israel's announcement that it is scaling back its military operations in Gaza today, fighting is raging around the only major hospital functioning in the southern end of the Strip. The Israeli military says Hamas has been firing rockets from the Al Nasser hospital and that hostages were kept inside that facility. But fears are growing among Palestinian civilians that we are going to see a repeat at Nasser Hospital of what happened at the Al Shifa Hospital in the north of Gaza, where Israeli forces surrounded that facility and eventually stormed inside. Medical officials at Nasser Hospital saying at least 50 people have been killed in the area since last night, and they say that their emergency rooms are overwhelmed. We asked the Israeli military's chief spokesman Whether they plan to storm the hospital, he would not rule that out. Meanwhile, here in Israel, the families of those 136 hostages still being held stormed into a meeting of the Israeli parliament earlier today. They are demanding that Israel's leaders prioritize their loved ones, and they say they are deeply frustrated with Prime Minister Netanyahu, who they feel is prioritizing the war against Hamas over getting their loved ones homes. Raf Sanchez, NBC News, Tel Aviv.
1: And on the other side of Israel, the United Nations says 344 Palestinians, including 88 children, have been killed by security forces and settlers across the West Bank since the October 7th Hamas attack. Now on Friday, a 17-year-old from Louisiana who was visiting the area was also shot dead. Back in Gaza, officials say at least 25,000 people have died since the war began.
0: The Federal Aviation Administration has issued a safety alert re- recommending that airlines inspect the door plugs of a second kind of Boeing jet. The FAA noted that the Boeing 737-900ER uses a, quote, identical door plug design to the 737-9 Max. Now, that model of plane came under scrutiny after a panel came detached during an Alaskan Airlines flight, leaving a hole in the side of the plane and forcing an emergency landing. A Boeing spokesperson said in an email, we fully support the FAA and our customers in this action.
1: Well, new numbers from the Austin Airport show a record-breaking start to this past holiday season. November was the busiest November in the airport's history. AUS reports passenger traffic was up around 3.5% compared to November of 2022, with close to 2 million passengers. And then between January and November of last year, the airport saw roughly 20.2 million passengers, up about 5% from the year prior. Also last year, eight of the 11 months for which we have data broke travel records with July seeing the most passengers. For an in-depth breakdown on just how busy the airport has been, head on over to KXAN.com.
0: A trial for former President Trump facing a delay. Why a defamation suit against him has been postponed.
1: And with Ron DeSantis out of the GOP presidential race, what would it take for Nikki Haley to beat out former President Trump?
0: And winter weather bringing a near miss in Missouri. The shocking video of a fire truck losing
4: control.
1: The defamation trial of former President Trump was postponed today in New York City. It was supposed to be day four of the defamation trial between Trump and writer E. Jean Carroll. The judge canceled today's session, though, after a juror and a Trump attorney and her co-counsel all reported being under the weather. Assuming no one tests positive for COVID, court will resume tomorrow. Trump has already been found to have defamed Carol in this case. The jury is now just deciding how much he must pay in damages.
0: Austin-based billionaire Elon Musk, who has been accused of allowing anti-Semitic messages on his social media platform X, visited the site of the Auschwitz-Birkenau death camp today. Musk was in Poland at the most notorious site of the horrors of the Holocaust. Then he went to a conference on anti-Semitism organized by the European Jewish Association. The billionaire has faced accusations from the Anti-Defamation League and others of tolerating anti-Semitic messages on the platform, formerly known as Twitter. Several big brands stopped advertising on that platform last year after liberal advocacy group Media Matters said that their ads were appearing alongside pro-Nazi content and white nationalist posts.
1: we coming up tonight on KXAN, I'm sorry, actually, it's a make or break for former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley in the race for the White House. That plus an apparent AI robocall shaking things up on the Democratic side up next. Unfortunately, the rain didn't
2: quite fall in the right place to help our lakes. Lake Travis is rising, but only by two inches. It's 37 feet below its normal winter level. But we've got more rain coming. We'll time it out and a flash flood threat after this.
1: It
0: is a two-person race now for the GOP presidential nomination, but is it too late for Nikki Haley to catch up to former President Trump?
1: And then on the Democratic side, an apparent AI robocall is causing some controversy. NBC's Alice Barr reports.
5: New Hampshire is known to surprise. It is now a two-person race. But former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley will need a stunner to keep her presidential hopes alive after Tuesday's primary. And
0: I know the political class is saying everybody needs to get behind Trump. This is not a coronation.
5: Haley fighting to the finish after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropped out and endorsed former President Trump. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. Mr. Trump now focusing his fire on Haley. Nikki Haley has made an unholy alliance with rhinos, never Trumpers. She's hardening her attacks, questioning the former president's mental fitness after he seemed to repeatedly confuse her with Nancy Pelosi when discussing the January 6th Capitol riot.
2: Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers, National Guard, so whatever they want.
0: They're saying he got confused.
5: We can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this. The latest polls show Mr. Trump far ahead, but Haley is counting on New Hampshire's many independents, though some may join the write-in campaign for President Biden, who is not on the New Hampshire ballot after Democrats made South Carolina their first sanctioned primary state. In a new twist, a robocall apparently using AI to impersonate President Biden is telling his supporters in New Hampshire not to vote in the primary. The New Hampshire Attorney General's office investigating what it says may be an unlawful attempt at voter suppression. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News.
1: And the first votes in New Hampshire are actually just a few hours away. The small community of Dixville Notch traditionally kicks off the voting just after midnight. First
2: warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, with over three inches of rain officially at Camp Mabry and Austin Bergstrom and throughout much of the metro area, it looks like this was Austin's heaviest one-day rain since August 2022, almost a year and a half ago. Rain has temporarily moved out of the area. Clouds starting to break southwest of Austin, but this is very temporary, and we've got more rain coming. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, the lakes did not benefit much because less than an inch of rain fell in the area that refills the lakes west West of 281 and near Lake Travis. In the metro, the heaviest totals, two to four inches for most of us, one to three inches east of Austin. You can zoom in, find your neighborhood, hundreds of rain gauges, always live, always up to date at KXAN.com. We are still cloudy although dry now in Lockhart on our Kreitz camera down there 64 degrees a little warmer thanks to the clearing. Here's what you need to know looking forward. We do expect storms to redevelop overnight into the morning and two more rainy days ahead. Also as rain is now falling on waterlogged saturated soil runoff is going to happen more easily and minor flooding maybe even a couple flash flood warnings will be easier to come by with the next couple rounds. So there goes round number one. We did see some freezing rain and ice. up north of us earlier this morning but warmer air now replacing that with liquid rain. A big trough in the jet stream though, kind of a stormy weather pattern from Austin all the way out toward California and this is bringing in several more pieces of atmospheric energy and that's going to mean several more rounds of rain. So here's what we expect and when we expect it. As the sun goes down, we stay dry, but we get a little damp, I should say, because fog and some light mist develop pretty quickly late tonight. No storms like we saw widespread last night, at least not until a little closer to dawn. 5, 6 a.m., a couple strong thunderstorms in the hill country, possibly extending toward Austin by the morning commute. Rain, we think, by mid-morning and through midday tomorrow, guaranteed at times. Some of it will be light, shown by the green color. Some of it heavy, though, by the oranges and reds notice another kind of soggy day through more of the daytime than what we saw today. By tomorrow afternoon, though, the rain will be clearing to the east, but that's just another temporary break late tomorrow night into early Wednesday morning. Check this out. Another round of rain and thunderstorms as another storm system rolls into the state. These will be scattered to numerous early Wednesday morning. Depending on how this round plays out, some models want to keep the rain around more so into the day Wednesday. This one suggests that we clear out. The bottom line is it is going to be a wet couple days ahead I showed you how much rain we've had here's how much more we will still see up to another inch fortunately in the hill country up to two and a half inches in parts of the metro and maybe three or four inches of additional rain out on highway 77 you add this to what we've already gotten and it's possible from Austin eastward we can see a half a foot of rain before this is all said and done No major concerning flash flood threat, but as I mentioned, with more heavy rain falling on wet soil, flooding is going to be a little easier to come by. So remember, turn around, don't drown, never try to drive through a water-covered road. Tomorrow, we've got a two out of four threat of flash flooding. The only flash flood watch is only for Milam County from overnight through tomorrow evening. We'll let you know, though, of course, if this may be expanded. Don't expect it right now. Tonight, fog develops first, then rain and storms return. Lows drop to 51. Tomorrow, we stay in the 50s with rain and thunderstorms guaranteed at times. Some of those will be heavy. Also, 100% chance of rain tomorrow, 70% at times Wednesday. We'll get a little break in the action Thursday before one last round of scattered light rain on Friday. This weekend, though, what a weekend for outdoor plans. A weak cool front clears
1: out the skies and brings very comfortable temperatures. All right, David, thank you very much. Well, check this out. Some wild video out of Imperial, Missouri, where a fire truck spun out of control as it slid down an ice-covered street earlier today. This is a suburb of St. Louis where freezing rain coated the streets overnight. You saw the truck spin, and then it crashed, kind of near a home. Firefighters say that no one was hurt.
0: That is amazing when he was hurt. A 30-year achievement made over a weekend. What's so special about an amateurs PGA tournament win and why he won't get the million-dollar reward?
1: Right now, ahead of the New Hampshire primary, we speak to dissatisfied voters and look at how they could affect the outcome. Plus, we meet the politician and historian who teamed up to address the mental health crisis and bridge a racial divide on Nightly News. Well, a dozen French Olympic athletes took to the catwalk during Paris Fashion Week <laughs> to show off their looks for this year's Olympics. Unveiled at the headquarters of the French Olympic Committee, the kits included the athletes' village uniform as well as their training and competition gear. French designer Stéphane Ashpool designed the kits. He said that he wanted to give the clothes a modern take, by the way, this Friday will mark six months from the games, which you can watch right here on KXAN from July 26th through August 11th.
0: Well, for the first time in over three decades, an amateur has outplayed the pros to win a PGA tournament, but he can't collect the big reward. 20-year-old Nick Dunlap, who is still in college at the University of Alabama, secured the victory in the American Express tournament on Sunday. However, because of his amateur status, he can't take home any of the $1.5 million prize. That prize instead goes to the runner-up, who does have that professional status. Dunlap, who is the reigning U.S. amateur champion, said after the match that it was the most nervous he's ever been. He is the first amateur to win a PGA event since Phil Mickelson in 1991, and he is only the seventh amateur to win since 1945. Mickelson, by the way, congratulated Dunlap on social media, saying this is just the beginning.
1: (laughs) The money would have been nice, though. (laughs) All right, well, coming up tonight on NBC, we've got America's Got Talent, Fantasy League starting at 7. Then at 9, it's a murder mystery on the traitors. And then you can find us right here for KXAN News at 10.
0: You can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. And here is where to find us.